Welcome back to the second episode of Free the Dish. I'm Gwen. I'm Bainey. And for today's episode, we thought that since we're coming to the end of a year, it'll be a good time for us to share some of our hits and misses of 2021. Can you believe we're already at the end of the year? Yes. <laughs> I can't believe we're here. So we've decided to break it down into two categories. We initially did want three, but <sighs> knowing us and how chatty yeah. we can be. Yeah. So the two categories will be TV shows and brands. Mm-hmm. Great categories. Fantastic. Mm. So to kick it off, we'll start with TV, TV shows. Do it. So I think with this one, when I actually quite aligned because oh these shows we I guess we all introduced to each other yeah oh besides true. one besides yeah okay. besides one um so firstly are we doing our favorite absolute all time okay <laughs> <laughs> so this has been with us for a while it's been with me since god 2009 or 2010 i was still in high school wow a real throwback yeah i think that was when i was introduced to it by my then best friend (laughs) which we won't talk about in this episode but i think she was obsessed with it and then i think i watched a couple episodes wasn't really oh i liked it i was intrigued but not enough to keep up with it Mm. i also think i just didn't know how to stream properly or stream that particular show we're keeping a secret when we're not gonna say the show you know the suspense reveal <laughs> it'll be worth it yeah so it's been with me for a good 10 10, ten years, years yeah. yeah and then you started watching like i think 20 2015 2016 so yeah. you know five six years which is quite a long time yeah it's been with us for a long i know and because this show it's not just one show you know there's like five shows within the one it's show honestly the gift that keeps on giving <laughs> you think it's good and then you watch the next one you're like holy shit it can get better yeah it gets better with time <laughs> honestly so it's time it is it is the one only <laughs> the bachelor <laughs> But let's just clarify, we're talking about the US version, not the Australian. Yeah, the Australian version doesn't do it for us quite like No, it's too much love. People are too nice. Yeah, we we're in it for the drama. But good drama. Good job. And we will say we do know a lot of these TV shows are producer manipulated. Oh hundred percent. But it's like we're not But it's it's just an easy like watch. Like it's so good. Turn off your brain, just watch this. So for those of you who's never heard of the Bachelor franchise, we'll just we thought we'll do a quick rundown of each of the separate shows. Yes, you heard yeah. us. There are many shows <laughs> in this franchise. Indeed, it's a franchise, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so there's the Bachelor slash Bachelorette, which is where one eligible Bachelor or Bachelorette is the star of the, the show. Yeah. The pseudo, the star of the show, and then you have anywhere between I think twenty five to thirty yeah. um, contestants that then try to find love on this show. Vie for his or her love. I know. Get that rose every week mm-hmm. until. And then they go on, you know, one-on-one days, group days, two-on-ones, meet the family, do the fantasy suite. And then it typically ends in an engagement, which I think, yeah, it's different from the Australian version. But these aren't like real engagement. Well, I mean, sometimes they're real engagements. Yeah. but I mean, I can- How many seasons have there been? I think there's been... Like 50? Yeah. <laughs> 25 seasons of The Bachelor, and I think we're on season 18 of The Bachelor right now. <laughs> done your research all right i know my shit mm. yeah so i think there's been 25 seasons well i don't know if it's 25 
there's been a lot of seasons. And Too many. Okay, every <sighs> single Bachelor show, US Bachelor show, there's probably been about, what, five successful... Marriages. Um, yeah. That are still together. I mean, there's people that are still engaged, but I guess they're not married yet. Yeah. And there's people that's dating, but... Okay, we'll just say the success rate isn't very high. Yeah, but that's not what we're here for. That's not the point. No. And then... There's Bachelor in Paradise, which yeah. is a spin-off. So it's where, um, I guess, previous season contestants come to this resort in Mexico and then again try to find love yeah. but then this time there's more there's like a usually around equal amount of um, men and women so then each week people you know go on dates do whatever go in love give roses and so new contestants come and go weekly you know they bring in particular contestants to shake up the drama you know if they know that two contestants wanted to meet the same person on the island they bring both of them in and it's like drama (laughs) fight to the death i thoroughly enjoy bachelor in paradise yeah a little bit more than bachelor bachelorette i think it depends i think this year's bachelor in paradise was really good and it's because so we didn't actually have bachelor in paradise last year because of the pandemic which means i guess this year's season there was um contestants from multiple seasons across and then because yeah i think the other thing is the more you watch then you actually know all of the contestants from previous seasons and they get a lot more airtime on bit than um sorry bachelor (laughs) paradise than on you know bachelor or bachelorette and and you just find out a lot more about people and then this year like there was just some good drama in there and then there's all these other spin-offs that have happened over the years like winter games was pretty much like a bachelor game show with all previous contestants international yeah because it was someone i think courtney from the australian bachelorette was on it yeah right yeah and there's the bachelor pad which also was similar to a gaming show Yeah. yeah yeah we only had a couple of seasons of those ones i guess those ones weren't as successful Anyway, so it's a whole thing, and obviously... It consumes us. Obviously, this is a reality show. It's not the most mind-boggling, stimulating. But guys, you, you say that, and I, I get where you're coming from, but also it's the social experiment part of it, right? That just, like, pulls you in. like you Because obviously we know nothing about these people. We're just seeing how they're being edited in this, like, highly edited reality TV show. Mm-hmm. And then, but then I think, like, people's personality really comes out, or at least in the way it's being edited. Like, you mm-hmm. can, it's just like a microscopic. Yeah, it's a dive into, I guess, what can happen when you put, like, a prize in the middle of it. And then all these people fighting for the same thing. And especially as time has gone with social media and things like that, it's not just about winning anymore. It's about being memorable and mm-hmm. being known for something uh, so that when you come off the show, you can then build a brand off that. You have your podcast, yeah. do your Insta ads, do whatever. And so I feel like, yeah, it's just... Well, I would say it's also a bit of a character study. 100%. I think you, you see how they act and react under high stress, high mm. pressure environments. It's deeper than it appears. I mean, it's not. <laughs> it can can be it if can you want. Be, yeah. Depending how you watch it. Exactly. There are a lot of think pieces written yeah. on the subject. And then so. because following the episodes, we actually go online and <laughs> we join our family we online. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go there. There's a whole community online that dissects every episode yeah. and every little thing and every interaction. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's like podcasts, there's review videos, recap videos, there's Reddit, there's just. Honestly, like, if I was ever to move to the States, oh. this would be one of the huge reasons why. What do you mean? As in, I'd want to be part of the Bachelor family in the States. Not go on the show. <laughs> I don't have 
I'm like, sorry, what? I didn't know this was your career plan. No, because, Tell me your five year no, plan. No, because in the States, the Bachelor <laughs> franchise is huge, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's probably, I mean, I don't know. Is it as big as the NFL? Maybe it's not as big as the NFL, but. <laughs> I reckon it's pretty huge. It is. And there's watch parties all around. And oh my God, they, everywhere. Yeah. And the contestants or previous contestants or the previous host, they would actually attend. Yeah. yeah. These watch parties. Yeah. Yeah. We've tried to create our own watch parties, but unfortunately there's um just three of us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I went to a watch party when I was in LA. Oh, yeah, it was so cool. I know it was an experience of yeah. a lifetime. Anyway, so I know we've just spent probably way fifty too much hours time talking about this, but it's a large part of our life. It's yeah, very important. Yeah, I'm not ashamed. Mm. Okay, maybe we'll move on to our next show. Now. Yeah. Mayor of Easttown. Yes. This came out earlier in the year. It yeah. stars Kate Winslet. It is yeah, a murder mystery and it's set in a small town in Pennsylvania called Easttown. We follow the detective that's trying to solve this case and her name's Mayor. And I guess because it's set in a small town, a lot of the show focuses on the dynamic of how things are done, the relationships between various families, and yeah, I guess a bit of the history of the town, the history of the family. Families, yeah. you kind of find out more about Maya as well as the show goes goes on so there's like flashbacks to her past and bits pe- bits and pieces like that and then you see I guess why she's the way she is currently yeah and you find out a lot more about the other characters as well and I'd say there's a lot of twists and turns exactly. in the whole show as yeah. well. It's really short. It's a... Do they call ten. It yeah, it was only six episodes. Oh, it was a six? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was ten, yeah. Yeah, but it won heaps of awards. It was mm. nominated for heaps. It won a few. And yeah, I think it was very well deserved. It was just so well done. So yeah, well and I think the twists and turns... Because you know how sometimes with shows like this, the twists are sort of unnecessary or mm. it's just random. Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, or they're just underwhelming. Exactly. Like, everything served a purpose on this show. Yeah, like, it all made sense and... I I think if you rewatch the show knowing how it ends then like you can see why you know certain characters said certain things or why we were shown certain bits and pieces throughout their lives and I think yeah it was a, I guess because it's a drama it's a quite intense yeah it is, it is, it is a little bit heavy mm. some of the stuff like some of the themes they explore in the show is pretty intense yeah yeah it's definitely a show good for um binging over just the weekend probably yeah i think tom my boyfriend and i we finished it in six hours so oh we, like straight yeah i don't think we took breaks or anything oh wow we were just hooked yeah, yeah it was so good yeah and because we both love a good murder mystery yeah show. Mm, yeah but i think it's one of those shows that i don't think i could like rewatch just because of the subject matter of the subject matter yeah. and everything that went down it's hard to watch yeah in time at yeah, some it moments. does deal with mental health, yeah. relationship breakdowns. Yeah, and you kind of fun. see, I guess, how those things really play out. And it's like, it's like yeah, it's sad. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, the last show that we'll talk about yeah. is... A crowd favourite. Yeah, this is a crowd favourite. Yeah, so it's um Squid Game, which is a South Korean show that, I guess, takes the format of turning childhood games into, how do you describe them? Like, Saw-esque games where people's lives are at stakes. It's like... Yeah, I would even describe it as Hunger Games. Yeah, that kind of vibe, yeah. So there's, yeah, these real-life games that people compete in, mm. and these people are chosen by... Like, the amount of debt they're in. Yeah, yeah. And so the winner of these games wins a lot of money. Yeah, it was a lot of money. I remember that top Google search that month. Yeah, was like how much is convert to yeah money. US or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. And so how the winner is selected is pretty much process of elimination. Yeah. 
Would you say it's process elimination? Yeah, I guess, yeah, the idea is you have to win through a series of games and they didn't really make this clear at the beginning, but then it became obvious quite quickly that essentially there'll only be one person that lives through it all. And I guess, you know, if you're alive at the end, the money is yours. Yeah, so if you don't win, if you lose these games, you die. You, de- you, you die. You die. Literally. You're dead. No, no comeback. So it's not a usual game. Why did you like it? I think I just thought it was really, like I kept on wanting to find out what happens next. Like it was really good setup. It was like interesting. And I think, yeah, like it was one of those things again that was a good one to binge. And I remember, I think I watched like five episodes in one night and until like 4am in the morning or whatever. Same. Yeah. And then I kept on, yeah, wanting to know what happened next, blah, blah, blah. And then, cause when it first came out, like I'd seen it on my, you know, like latest edition to Netflix or whatever, that banner. Like, I can't remember what the poster was like, but it just didn't speak to me. So I was kind of like, mm, whatever, like don't need to watch it. And then, <clears throat> and then some people started recommending it to me and I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And then, yeah, once I started watching it, I was like, oh my God, it's actually really good. And I think another thing, another reason I hesitated is because it is a South Korean show. So the entire show is in Korean and I don't like to watch things dubbed, but then the problem with watching a foreign show with uh, title is that you have to focus like you can't be doing anything else while you're watching it and I guess all the time when I watch shows I'm always doing other stuff like you know painting my nails washing the dishes or just doing something with yeah. my like where my full focus isn't on the show itself attention. exactly it's like multitask you know but um mm, but yes yeah, so I think this show really did draw me in and it and I guess the more I watch the and it's not just the show itself right it is the commentary it kind of brought forward and the discussions you would have with other people after you finish watching it and seeing all these I guess different perspectives to it because I remember we had a lot to say yeah. <laughs> after we watched it yeah I definitely think it was so thought provoking mm. I just thought it was so so well done mm. you know I thought the set design the costume mm. design I thought they executed everything so well mm. and there were all these easter eggs throughout the series as well why are they called Easter eggs? It's like a treasure hunt. Yeah, a treasure hunt leads you. That lead you to the egg. Mm, the message. And obviously another reason why I loved it was, as you mentioned, the social commentary. Mm. I just really like these dystopian-esque shows that yeah. kind of critique the What's world, wrong in society, yeah. 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 And so I feel like Korean dramas and Korean films, or at least the ones that I've watched, which I mean isn't many, but I feel like they do this really well. Mm. And it actually kind of reminded me of... Parasite. Yeah, Parasite. Yeah. Um, in terms of... What it says about like power structure. Yeah. You know, the rich and the poor. Exactly. And just how... Equality, inequality. Exactly. Humanity and... And mm. survival and how we act when oh like the like bachelor we're under, to... yeah yeah we're on a pressure <laughs> guys we found the the theme uh-huh. <laughs> so many commonalities oh my gosh and so yeah there were just so many intersectionalities of different themes mm. and it just you know it really makes you think stupid, yeah but it really does make you think and 100 yeah and and I think what I like is that there's no right or wrong answer. It's really hard. Exactly. It's just a it's just a conversation, right? Yeah, it's not black and white. Like there is just so much grey mm. in these type of shows. Mm. But it's yeah. like exploring those grey areas that yeah. then makes yeah, for an interesting watch. Exactly. Mm. So that's why I really enjoyed the show. And I actually because I so I was the same, I saw I saw it on Netflix advertised and I just I don't know. I hadn't watched a Korean drama in ages. I didn't think I was going to love it. And it was only until I think I saw it on social media or the memes that were related mm. to the show that I was like, oh, maybe I should explore. And then 
I think then I saw the hype and I think I read an article where it was expected to be the highest grossing show on Netflix. Yeah. And that was when I was like, oh shit, okay, I'm going to watch. <sighs> and then, yeah, the same, I binged it. Like, yeah. Yeah, I think um it actually caused, what is it? I think like one of the Korean internet providers, they sued Squid Games. Yeah. Because like their, I don't know, bandwidth or whatever wasn't enough to support the entire nation <laughs> streaming this one I show. I feel like there's been so many lawsuits that came out of as well because you know, I know. There, was a, there was a number that was shown in the show yeah and it was a real number and so oh we were been calling yeah the woman or man who owned the number they were receiving like I think thousands of calls each day and so oh I my think, god that would be so annoying yeah unless they didn't actually pursue a lawsuit I don't know that I'm just making it up I think they received some kind of, kind of compensation though yeah Anyway, yeah, so that was a fantastic Yeah, it show. lived up to the hype, which yeah, is definitely. rare, I think, I yeah. I completely agree. So, we spent a long time talking is about that... longer than Some favourite things, you know. I know, we get very passionate about it. <laughs> so, yeah, those will pr- probably be our favourite shows of 2021. And um, our least favourite also happens to be the same. <laughs> yeah. It can probably be a lot of... Oh, actually, but I think a lot of people liked it as well. I think people liked it. People, I think those people that liked it liked it because it was like not because it was good. You know what I mean? Like you kind of like, some people so hate watched bad. and yeah, exactly. Hate yeah. Watched. So the show is Sex Life. Sorry, Sex Slash Life. Gotta get the name. Right. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> based on a book, which I've actually read the book. So then, but I didn't know they were making a show based on the book. Mm-hmm. So when I first found out, I was like quite excited because I quite enjoy the book. Oh really? Yeah. So it's basically yeah, this like I think she's a at least she used to work work as a psychologist, but she's currently on maternity leave or something, or she's a stay at home mom now. But um, you know, she finds her life really boring, and then so to escape her from her boring day-to-day life she started writing in a diary format talking about you know the greatest loves of her, her life and her past escapades exactly so she used to be wild now she's boring um, for lack of a better word this is yeah. how did she describes herself she's in the suburbs she has a great husband mm. two kids she's living the dream i guess the american dream she's yeah yeah but white picket fans yep yeah she's just not satisfied and mm. so in her diaries or journals or whatever it is, she focuses on an ex in particular and she details like all their every little detail of their sex life. Mm, very hu- graphic. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course her husband finds it. Mm. Anyway, so essentially drama just happens after the husband reads yeah. the book. Sorry, re- reads the diary. Yeah. And I think my problem with the show, like why I hated it so much, is like... So many reasons. So many reasons. But number one, like it's just cringe. It's like uncomfortable to watch. I literally get like secondhand embarrassment. Mm. And I know that it's not a serious show, which is fine. You know, like my favorite show is Bachelor. I'm not expecting <laughs> like Emmy award winning shows here, right? There are shows that I watch that I know like aren't objectively good, but they're still fun. Like they still bring something, you know? Whereas I feel like Sex Life, like every episode was a drag and then it just made less and less sense. And then I think the problem is they try to take themselves too seriously. Like if they just yeah. embrace the show for what it is, like the book did, because the book was more, there was more humor to it. But I think, yeah, because this show with like a very ridiculous premise tried to be serious and tried to, it, it just didn't off. fit. Like nothing made sense. Everything was just sort of, yeah. yeah. And the writing was just so bad. The script was horrendous. Yeah. Like people but don't talk like that. The acting <laughs> was terrible. Yeah. No, the sex things weren't great. Like, I mean, some people oh, found some it. Great. I thought were decent. <laughs> I guess I feel like, 
for a show that's literally called Sex Life, I expect it more. I actually think that's why a lot of people liked it for the sex scenes. I yeah. Think pretty hot. Hmm. See, I feel like Fifty Shades okay, was better. Okay, how your sex life is no. <laughs> Sorry, it doesn't live up to what I what yeah. I expect in the bedroom. Jeez. <laughs> I thought Fifty Shades was better. I thought Fifty Shades was no better. Way. Really? No. See, I thought the, sh- the sex scenes in Fifty Shades was. So- I thought that was cringe. What about Three Hundred Sixty Five Days? Did you watch that? No, I never watched oh, that. Oh, okay, yeah. That I thought sounded more like hot. Really? Mm. Mm. Can't comment. Anyway, so bottom line is, I hated that show. Didn't finish it. Yeah. Did you oh, finish I it? I did finish it. Yeah, I have. I had like I think three episodes left, and I just couldn't yeah. do it. That's it for TV shows. Now mm. we'll talk about brands. Hits and misses. Hits and misses. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we've kept this quite loosely categorized, I guess. We're not just going to do any specific type of brand, you know, like stationery yeah. or makeup or skincare or anything like that. We've We're just going to... up to any brand we've discovered in 2021. We make the rules. We do. <laughs> We're masters of our own destiny. destiny. That's saying. Yeah. We're masters. Correct. Okay, do you want to go first? There's only really one brand that I found, I discovered and actually loved. Yeah. And it's called Dot. So it's a Etsy brand. Um, it's a it's a female owned brand that um, specializes in handmade ceramic. So I've always been really into like collecting mugs and things like that. Like Gwen can attest to that. I literally have no space for my mugs. You always smash a lot of them, so I guess that is so rude. Now I feel like it's almost like you pu- you probably purposely smash it, so, so I can make room for more. Yeah. But yeah, so maybe I see. Um, so it's sort of like a more retro style, I guess, like hand built mug. That's not like each mug is different. Of Obviously, because you know it's handmade, it's hand painted, everything's done by hand. And I think when I first saw it, like they had really cute like plaids, fruits, like floral designs, and things like that. And then um, they also do like letter stamping on it, so sometimes it's like a saying. My first purchase was actually when uh, she opened it up to custom order, oh, so yeah. you could yeah, so you could decide like what you wanted to be stamped on it, and then because. I'm sure some of you out there can relate, but with my name, like I can't find a lot of things that's like, I think when I was little and you'd go to, I don't know, the news agency or whatever, and there's like keychains that have your name on it or just anything like that. Like my name would never be on those yeah. things, right? So I think then as I grew older, it became like a thing. I was like, nah, anything that's personalized, then I'm like, hello. When I saw it, they had personalized order. So I made an order and um, I got my name on it. And then, um, the girl actually emailed me, I think a few, uh, maybe like a month later saying that there was issue with, um, the way that my set of mug was fired and then the glaze ran a bit funny and things like that. And then she, um, she said, you know, like it's still, it's still in working condition. So she'll still send it to me, but, um, she gave me a full refund which I thought was a really, yeah, it was a really kind gesture because obviously, you know, like it's not, and I get it, like with the nature of um, ceramics, like you can't guarantee everything will work out. And that was, I guess, especially difficult being a custom order because she'd only be making one of each. Um, It's a small business as well. It's not. Exactly. So at the time when I purchased off her, she was still working her daytime job. So this was just like a side hustle. Mm -hmm. And then, so I think that's why like I really, well, this reminded me, I guess, of why I like supporting small businesses because I think they like you are supporting like one individual, yeah. and um, also like I do like the level of care and attention that mm. some of these small businesses put um, in their 
products. And I mean, the mug that you received, you know, the one that was damaged, I mm. still think it's so cute. Yeah, like, yeah. I think it's nothing. Like, she could have, no. yeah, if she just sent it to me, I wouldn't have sent anything, Honestly, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I saw that in a shop, I would think it's Yeah, really yeah. But I guess, obviously, she, like, really... Um, Not up to her standards. Exactly. And yeah, so then I actually purchased some more things off her for a friend's yeah. housewarming. And I think, yeah, it's just, like, it's a brand I think I will yeah you know purchase like whether it's gifts or yeah. more marks for myself because you're a returning customer i will be indeed and she's actually um quit her daytime job now oh, i know nice. and i always think that's like so nice when people like when you see someone build something up from nothing yeah yeah it's just like nice and she yeah. seems like a you know a lovely person and yeah so that's why i think it's definitely my top brand discovery yeah yeah nice. well i have three but i think for the purposes of time i feel like i'm in a meeting i'm just going to cut this short we'll take this offline Mm -hmm. (laughs) no i'm just gonna talk about two that i i discovered this year Mm -hmm. so the first one it's called i actually don't know whether it's s skin or skin but it's skin or s skin studio how like is there a thing between the s -S hyphen kin or hyphen yeah Yeah. but it's a jewelry brand Mm. it's born out of melbourne it's owned by an asian woman and I actually came across this brand because my friend and I were looking for a birthday gift for our other friends. Yeah. So we knew we wanted to buy her jewellery, but not only jewellery from any other store. We wanted to get her something from a brand that had a big focus on sustainability because she herself is very conscious of that and buying things and supporting brands that are environmentally friendly. We bought her a pair of earrings, but then I ended up wanting a million things for myself. <laughs> and... They just have really beautiful, dainty pieces, both in gold and silver. Not everything's in silver. Oh, true. For context, I'm more of a gold person. Bainey likes her silver jewellery. Yeah. But, yeah, I just really, really loved her pieces. They were so beautiful, but I was already making a lot of lockdown purchases. And so I kind of wanted to wait it out a little bit. Did you wait? Well, I actually did. I waited probably maybe three months or four months. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I waited quite a while, um, but then when I did purchase, I bought like four things. <laughs> <laughs> you held out. So I ordered a couple of pieces and just absolutely love them. They're quite cute. So I really like what this brand stands for and their ethos. They're really big on using sustainable materials. They're conscious about where they supply from. The Their factory is based in India and it's a female family business. Mm. They're paid above average wages, um, so above average standards. And they're also really conscious about overconsumption. So mm. when I made, I think it was probably my second purchase. I mean, my first and second purchase were pretty close in proximity, but it oh, was... You know, made two purchases yeah i did (laughs) (laughs) nice it was during black friday they put out a message that they know during sales periods during holiday periods that's when people tend to overbuy overpurchase yeah without thinking without Mm. being conscious and Mm -hmm. so they put out a statement that they didn't want shoppers doing that and because and and to reduce that they extended their sale or they kept their sale for a week mm. instead of having you know just the, the one, one day. day impulsive sale yeah so i really liked that yeah i think the first time i made the sale they were doing plant a tree so every purchase you made they'll plant a tree oh my god to... like that insta tag oh my god apparently <laughs> that wasn't even real i know anyway. yeah that was mm. so i really like what they stand for mm. as well and it's really cute when you order or they send you a handwritten note mm. thank you. that's always thank nice you. yeah i really like them would highly recommend checking them out and then the second brand is another Aussie mum-daughter-owned mm. business. It's called Paola and Joy. 
It's a homewares, home decor business. I found them, I think, on Instagram mm. earlier in the year. They don't have too many pieces. Yeah, they, they don't. Yeah, they only have a couple, but I, I think my first purchase was a couple of vases and um yeah just a couple of vases and it was i i, I thought the quality was really high and just really really beautiful like mm. so gorgeous mm. and then my second purchase was very recent it was actually a lamp it was like one of yeah. those really pleated lamps yeah because i've been looking for one for a while i first saw one off marketplace but um, it wasn't the right size i didn't love it yeah. but then i saw that they had one on Pal and Joy, and it was. I thought it was very me. Mm, like, you know, it the, is. Yeah, the squiggly bit, the lamp, it's like gold. Gold. In the shade as well, because I feel like it's not like it's not like like the paper pleat, which is I guess the mm. more common one. It's like a linen, and so the pleats are more curved instead yeah. of angular. Yeah. So yeah, really happy with that, and I think that's definitely a brand I'll keep supporting as well. Yeah. So, yeah, those would be my hits of twenty twenty one. Should we go into misses? Yes. I actually don't know whether I have a miss. You don't? I think I have a couple of misses, but none that I remember so passionately. Yeah. About. Mine I do. Okay. I'm reminded on a daily basis. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> it really does. And I guess this is sort of like, I'll say this with a caveat that I did make the purchase this year. So that means, you know, we were in and out of lockdown, which had an effect on, I guess, a lot of shops in terms of, you know, um, delivery time and things like that. And so I bought a couch off Brosa. After I moved into my current place, I just really wanted a new couch. And then um, I had in my mind that I wanted like a green velvet couch. And then I had a look online and then found a couple that um, I was deciding between. And I ended up deciding to go with the Brosa one. It's a three-seater green velvet couch. And um, with couches, there's always a long lead up time, right? So I think at the time I purchased it, it was coded at like 13 weeks or something, which is fine. Um, And then I think because, yeah, they kept on being delays um, during that period and ended up taking almost 20 weeks, I think. And then um, we didn't really, I didn't really get any update in terms of, when the couch would actually be arriving and then the ceo of the company did actually send out a video apology essentially yeah addressing the fact that i guess there's massive delays and they're trying to do everything they can which like i understand that's fine um and then so i actually originally um purchased the white glove delivery option with the couch which means that they will deliver it into like the room that you wanted in they'll remove all the packaging they'll assemble it if it requires assembling because you know it's a couch like i wasn't gonna i just couldn't be bothered dealing with all of that and then but then because of um they said that they couldn't provide that service anymore because um of covid restrictions essentially Mm -hmm. but they can still deliver it to um I guess the front entrance yeah and then so because yeah so I live in an apartment which means you know the couch had to get it through the elevator and then into my door and things like that and I measured beforehand to make sure that it actually fits Mm -hmm. and then on the day the delivery came um it was fine in the elevator but then once it got to my door like the two delivery men I guess there were there was some issue with getting the couch through my door because it's a quite actually it's a three seven seven one and um the delivery man i guess tried to 
fiddling, but then couldn't. And then I didn't really know what to do because, you know, like I can't lift up a couch on my own. And then they weren't meant to bring it up, right? Like initially when they told you. I don't know. It was all really unclear. So like I tried to ask them on the online chat Mm -hmm. thing, but then they were just like, yeah, don't know. Like depends on, I think the delivery companies because they, I assume you hire couriers. Like it's not Bruce's own delivery team. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, so then they left the couch in the hallway. So then because I was like, you know, like I don't want it to be because otherwise they had to be they had to deliver it back to the warehouse. <laughs> and then I was just like, no, nah, I can't do it with that. Just leave it in the hallway and I'll try to, I don't know, do I'll something. Set up, I'll set up shopping in the hallway. <laughs> exactly. It's fine. It's a, it's a communal couch now. <laughs> um, but no, I ended up getting some help and we did manage to get the couch through. So I guess it was just annoying. Like obviously, and I get that with restrictions and everything, they couldn't have done the service that I'd originally purchased. But then um, it was the fact that I feel like, I don't know, like I just think, I mean, we're, I'm not a professional mover, right? Mm-hmm. And so I would think that these people who are more experienced knows how to maneuver things through yeah. tight entrances. And like, you know, my place, like it's not like the couch I got is significantly larger than an average couch. Mm-hmm. And like my door's not, smaller than an average door like everything like i guess just doesn't really make sense to me as to why and i mean if you were able to get it well exactly you can get it in yeah and yeah like but anyway so the couch is in my living room now and i do really like it like it's really comfortable and i think that was another thing i was worried about because obviously i never like i didn't sit on the couch before Mm. i bought it and i think that was like a huge gamble buying a couch online Mm. but i just couldn't be bothered like waiting till restrictions ease and things like that um but no like it did end up paying out and i guess i would just be more mindful making maybe larger furniture purchases actually i don't really know like what can i do i don't know i mean if they were clear about what they could and couldn't do and whether they could bring it in for some reason those guys didn't complete Uh, yeah i don't know yeah i don't know i I don't know if you could have done anything differently yeah that's a shame though because i really like brosa yeah they have some stuff i really like still yeah like i got a bedside table from them Mm. this year which i love Mm. and then i originally had ordered a console table that was meant to be delivered in like six months and then yeah their their lack of comms is pretty Mm. bad because i have another friend who also ordered from there and their shipment was massively massively delayed but again no comms Mm. and so yeah that's a bit annoying (laughs) yeah but yeah like i'm still i still like a lot of stuff there because they have a showroom in where is Richmond. it? Richmond? Yeah. I mean, Sorry, I don't... not Richmond. It's in Fitzroy. And because, yeah, I haven't been. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think, like, you know, if I ever need to get some more furniture for or just decor items for the place, like, I would definitely go to the showroom and check it out. And then hopefully that was just, like, one-off experience. Mm-hmm. Actually, now that we're talking about lack of comms, yeah. I do, I can I can think of a, I can think of a miss yeah. that I was really irritated by. Yeah. So just really quickly, I, so I love flowers. Anyone who knows me knows that I can never have enough flowers. Yeah, at one point this year, Gwen had, like, 10 bunches <laughs> of flowers in her apartment. Like, every day, every day she was getting flowers delivered to the point that the concierge guy is like, mate what's up like what's the situation <laughs> like what's the event you know why are there just flowers flowing into your apartment every oh, day I wish that was still the case. Um, <laughs> no you know i'm conscious that i can't expect flower deliveries every day every month and <laughs> I... <laughs> i'm glad you are aware so i've 
I've taken things into my own hands. <laughs> I came across this flower delivery website that did monthly or that does monthly subscriptions mm. and I'd ordered flowers from my friends from that website. So I knew they had good quality, beautiful flowers and it was quite decently priced, the monthly subscription. Yeah. And so I, yeah, signed up for it. And then I think it was like the second or third month I was expecting the flower delivery and it never came. And they charged my card and everything, and I checked my emails. There was no communication mm. around it not coming or it being delayed or anything. And so I think a couple of days later, I emailed them, and they were like, oh, Melbourne <laughs> Cup, that's why we didn't uh, deliver. Yeah. Which is fine, you know, that's understandable. But it's, I don't mm. know if my delivery was due on Melbourne Cup or whether it was like the days around surrounding it. Yeah. But that would have been fine had they notified me. Yeah. But I went back to check my emails, and there was no comms. And yeah. I don't know. I think it's very, I would think it could be on their socials, but I checked exactly. their socials, there was nothing. They would have let their customers know some way yeah, yeah so and i think because the email they sent back it wasn't very nice i mm. feel it wasn't very apologetic yeah, yeah. and I've actually cancelled the subscription. You did? Yeah, I, I didn't did. know you cancelled it. Yeah, I was actually really irritated. I thought about it. No, that's it. fair though. Yeah, I thought about it a month later and I was like, you know what? I'm not Yeah, well, because you don't know if this is going to happen again, right? Yeah. yeah. And so I found another website that does monthly subscriptions. Oh, that's so good. I'm going to subscribe in January. 2022 okay. New Year. Nice. <laughs> new, new florist delivery. <laughs> Hopefully this one delivered. <laughs> yes. Oh, that wow. was probably my miss then. That's fair. Mm. Yeah. All right, not everything can work out. I know. So I think this wraps up our episode. Thanks mm. so much for tuning in again. Yeah, and thanks for, you know, lis- listening to us dish about our hits and misses. We hope we've inspired some of you to check out our hits and or misses. Bachelor, highly recommend. Would thousand percent recommend <laughs> and yeah so if you have any comments or feedback questions anything like that feel free to reach out to us on instagram at free to dish and we look forward to dishing with you again soon until then enjoy the holiday season i hope everyone has a great break and we'll speak to you in the new year bye, bye.